Hello, hello. Yes, we are coming to you with a episode. For the first time in a while, this will be a like actual kind of close to live and recording. So, got that little gift for you guys. So, the topic of today is the new Starbucks Oleato Latte. I'm going to tell you. I'm telling you now. I'm calling it. Um, so to give you some context, um, the Oleato came out a few weeks ago, and it's there are three drinks that the Reserve offered or is offering in New York City at the moment. Uh, there's the hot oat milk latte Oleato, uh, or oil milk, the oil in the milk. I'm assuming with the syrups. I had the cold brew with the Oleato foam, so all the way on the foam. Then it was a cortado, which is espresso with like like an equal part uh, milk, um, kind of like a traditional macchiato, but um, like a little bit more um, like actual milk. Or it's like, I think 50-50 is like the kind of exact ratio. Um, so what was so great about this one? Was it great? Was it, was it horrible? Did I go to the bathroom? So I'm going to preface this with saying it's definitely been on my radar because I, you know, I Google Starbucks news like once or twice a week, just just seeing what's what's going on, and um, right because overall in coffee, not too much change. But Starbucks, there's, you know, there was a man killed somewhere because of his watch in front of a Starbucks. There was a guy who had his Rolex stolen in Starbucks. Like, I wonder if that could be like maybe a, a new segment I do. Like, what's what's going on in Starbucks? What things are happening with this? You know. Not with the company, but, you know, at the premises of one of the, you know, thousands of Starbucks. I don't know. That's a funny um, little news for you. Yeah. Funny for me. But the Oleata, there's been a lot of articles about it causing, um, you know, stomach issues. It's you know, kind of, well, you know, it's olive oil. So you're having, you're not, you know, used to having that in your coffee. And um, I don't know. I, I didn't really have to go to the bathroom close to eating it, I kind of did my normal, you know, normal stuff. Um, it tastes, you could taste the olive oil. It was a very, not like a heavy olive oil taste, but it was um, very forward, I would say. Like, you, you would drink and be like, wow, that's, yeah, that's the olive oil. Um, uh, I know I'm going to probably have to go back and try, like, the other one and probably the Cortado. So, uh, man, I, you know... I guess right for completeness sake, I would have to be like, okay, I'm going to try that one. I'm going to try this one. Uh, I also got to try one of the reserves, like, out of, like, out of, out of something. Um, pretty good one. Um, it was more of my uh, cup of coffee. Uh, very you know, good, you know, eight-ounce serve. Uh, but, yeah, the Aliado, it's... um, I'm trying to just, like, understand here. and th I've been thinking... Like, what makes a company, like, decide that this is what we're going to do? It's not really a thing that coffee's done. Um, I haven't talked about it before, but there is a type of coffee that you mix with butter. That's bulletproof coffee. That was hot for a bit. It's um, keto. Um, so instead of adding sugar and, like, um, stuff, um, it's, you know more fat uh, it basically acts the same as the as like the milk port um so 
I, I did for a little bit the Bulletproof. It was just kind of just to see what it tasted like. And I was, I think I was like experimenting with different, like eating, like fasting. Um, now I kind of just track and more mindful about it. Except when I have ice cream at night, that's like the one thing working on. Um, but back to Eliado. I, I'm honestly, I'm calling it now. I've told a few people within five months, it's going to be pulled. Um, last year, there was like a chicken sandwich that came out. Similar-ish situation. People were like not having the right reaction to it. Uh, it's only offered at certain locations. So I feel like it'll probably still be offered there. And they're going to like, you know, gauge the numbers on it. Like obviously, right, part of it is like. People are going to try it. You're not going to be like, oh, let me not try it. That's kind of part of like new things coming out as a company, you know, offer this new drink that's like, wow, like I, this, this is, you know, this is something new. Let me try it. And that concept actually is a very big part of the um, Japan Starbucks, you know, sort of vision and you know culture. Uh, they come out with seasonal drinks much more frequently than we do here. Um, or at least like when I was there, it always felt like they were updating things and always offering different frappuccinos. Uh, they also offer more regional or ones based on the prefecture, which is also kind of a Japanese thing where they want to celebrate like the local produce, what you know, what is grown there, and right, and that makes sense for Starbucks that you know really uh, lean into that. Um, so part two of today's episode. I'm going to first share with you the coffee I'm having, the, the classic Casi Cielo. If you are a Starbucks aficionado, uh, it's one of the offerings that uh, Starbucks sells, during, usually during the fall, as the uh, featured uh, blend. Um, actually, a single origin, so not a blend, but the featured uh, coffee for sale. Just a quick review, right? The single origin is beans from one place, and... You know, the blend is obviously like a blend, so it's coming from like a few different places. Uh, so the Casas Yellow is definitely, it's a medium roast, but it tastes more like a dark. Uh, it's served in place of the dark roast at Starbees, and honestly, it's one of my favorite. Even, let's say even over 10 years ago when I was back in the, the Stony days, uh, that was one of my, ones I actually like enjoyed the taste of um, back in the day. And it, it goes well with milk. Um, the taste stays fairly consistent, so that's the coffee I'm having today. I, you know, have my little treasure trove of coffee in the, you know, on the side, and I, you know, saved a few of those bags. Uh, and the current offering now is the tribute. Not the tribute was last quarter. Uh, this anniversary blend. Um, both are fine. You know, nothing bad about them. They're just very. Um, you know, kind of pretty much know it's kind of a Starbucksy kind of coffee. Uh, so part two um, is uh, back to Japan. There's actually twenty odd stores, sort um, of like historical landmark stores. Uh, I'd heard about these before, like articles about these like weird or like really uh, magnificent uh, locations in Japan that were like like really cool. I'd seen like a few YouTube videos, I'd read about it, um, but they're actually part of a series of stores uh, across the country. Uh, 
maybe you've heard of them. Uh, famous one, or like more famous one, would be like one in Kyoto. Uh, obviously, right? Like Kyoto's got the, more of that historical Japanese like kind of feel. You can kind of imagine, right? The kind of vibe, like in the, the kind of an alley with that, you know, smaller space. Uh, but the point of these uh, these stores, which I, I think is really fascinating, is it's like to preserve the you know the the culture and the you know feel of you know Japan. Like right? I use Japanesey. Maybe not the most proper word, but I think it really describes like the feel of what um, these stores are going for in my in my mind. Right? I, maybe there's better words, uh, but they're supposed to like capture the feeling of the the time or of a different era, and it's cool, right? Because Japan is very into that um, preserving history as well as world heritage and offering you know we're just lots of different sites like that across the country. Even the cuisine is. Is heritage, uh, so being able to like see that the Starbucks portion is leaning into that, which really is in line with you know mission values of Starbucks, sort of nurturing the human spirit and fostering connection and really like paying attention to those details and creating an experience that really is uh, unique. So I've added that to my list of coffee places to check out. Obviously, I'm really wanting to check out like other small cafes kind of seeing what they're up to because like starbucks is kind of like you know what it is um but like the experience of seeing these different stores um getting to like really appreciate um, what you know uh, the japanese have done in adopting the starbucks um, you know, philosophy and this is sort of like less factual more opinion and sort of my like you know Sort of extrapolating here, um, but right. So in Japan, the Starbucks it's owned by a different companies. Um, you know, they're um, franchise and you know they do all the stuff. Um, but to me, it feels like right after seeing it and sort of thinking about Starbucks in Japan, that I would say that Japan does a better job of being Starbucks than Starbucks does in the states. And I, I'm not. I'm not trying to be controversial here. I think it's just that's, I think how the cultural naturally uh, lends itself. That you know, Japan, there is this craftsmanship ethic of attention to detail, which right is straight the Starbucks thing. That is customer service, omotenashi. Uh, it's like the Japanese customer service, and you know, just making sure everything is just right. You know, if we've heard of all like you know. The sushi chefs or, you know, Japanese cuisine and right how they really are, um, they train really hard, especially with the sushi chefs, sushi chefs. Uh, if you've heard of Jiro Dreams of Sushi, that is, right, that's a similar idea of how long it takes <clears throat> a sushi chef to go from, like, very bottom to the very top. Um, I've been also been reading, it's called Unreasonable Hospitality. And it's a story about a fine dining restaurant in New York that basically right, is doing that similar kind of thing, trying to you know, elevate experience while also like evolving fine dining. Um, to me, it's very, very reminiscent of like just the Japanese like mentality in general. So definitely had that on my mind. So I guess that's like a little other like 
bonus of this um, Japan segment is that, you know, there's those stores there you can visit. I would definitely recommend uh, checking them out. Uh, they do have the Tokyo Reserve. I've mentioned that, you know, one of the six reserve locations. Uh, ro- I'm sorry, ro- Roastery. Roastery Reserve is like a slightly different. Um, and the Roastery is like they roast actually at the place. They're a little more like, like a tourist destination, right? You got like Milan, you got New York, Chicago, uh, Seattle, uh, Tokyo, and Shanghai. Um, so you really get to go there and experience uh, the thing. So my prediction would be that like maybe one day in the future we get one in like maybe Africa, maybe uh, maybe South America because there's right none currently in those areas. But maybe the market just isn't there. That's also um, very possible. Uh, other news I've seen a lot, not a lot, but a little bit with Starbucks is, you know, the whole union stuff. You know, you've heard of the whole Uncle Howie, you know, unions, blah, blah, blah. You spoke with the Senate. Uh, I'll be curious to see, like, what, like, what goes with that. I really could just sit and wait. Um, definitely, there was um definitely a bit more, or I'm noticing more that baristas are taking to TikTok to show their frustrations with the company. Um, I don't know if it's good or bad. Um, so, like, when I went to the city this time, I was able to meet up with my old friend on her honeymoon, and we met couch surfing, so that was really cool. And we had a food tour, and one of the things I learned from this food tour was that Basically, right, we all know this, like, any publicity is good. Um, so the story we were told was that, you know, there was this pizza place, like Joe's Pizza, pizza, and then the guy's apprentice opened up his own shop, kind of in the same name, same logo, same everything, and then eventually just had to change, like, one or two things, and basically made money because, like, right, the owner, like, escalated it, and people were like, what's going on here? So, like, basically, like, he got free advertising, and that's the point, right? Like, when you're able to get free advertising. Um, other example was, like, with this um, Michelin-starred um, Taiwan, I think it was Taiwanese, or something like that, like, street food. Uh, it was, like, Kung Fu something. And then there was a, an imitator, and then the real one changed the name to, like, the, like, real, you know, Kung Fu. And then it's like, well, I mean, like, you can't, like... Even if, like, the competitor, like, markets, like, yeah, like, you can't, like, real, real as make any sense. Um, so, like, the free advertising thing, I think, is curious because, like, at the end of the day, does Starbucks really care if people are making TikTok videos or YouTube things or whatever about, like, Starbies? Like, I don't think so, like, because, like, a lot of the time these people are, like, filming directly at work and there was i've seen one person like who posts like a lot got a lot of views and then they were fired or something um so like I, i'm not really sure like part of me wants to be like right you shouldn't like taking tiktoks at work or like just videos and posting like that that's just asking for trouble so like in that way i'm kind of like yeah like kind of you got what you had coming like I like I don't even have my phone on me when I'm working. Like it's in the back, as like the rule says, right? Being in like service for people, like you know, being present for the you know the customer and right, your you know coworkers, and having like that phone distraction. Yeah, that's definitely a very firm belief of mine. Um, hey, like if you gotta go check your phone, cool. Like 
do in the back, do your thing. Um, but yeah, I, I think that whole, like, if you're taking, like, videos at work, I don't know. But then, like, Starbucks gets, like, free advertising and, like, people are making these TikTok drinks. But, like, super conspiracy theory. Super conspiracy theory here. Um, this is, like, one I've, like, heard from multiple people, like, sort of, like, because, you know, working at Starbucks, you know, coworkers talk, customers talk. Um, the, the TikTok drinks people feel are secretly being funded by Starbucks. Because, um, like... Why would someone come up with this drink and then, like, post it, right, if they were not being, like, maybe someone's getting paid by, like, a third party who's being funded by Starbucks? I mean, eh, I, I don't really know, but eh, an interesting idea. Um, right, like, but then, like, part of me wants also, because, like, I guess this, like, third, third or part C part is more, like, just, like, how does Starbucks fit into all this with... Like, just what's going on? Like, Starbucks really care? I I feel like, no, because, like, they just want to keep making money and keep making coffee. So, like, if I'm taking my experience seeing them taking care of the farmer and all that back-end stuff, right? For them, making sure they have coffee for all the espresso drinks. They can source the juices and all the Frappuccino stuff and all the, like, all the syrups. Like, okay. But, like, really, like, the problem, child, is the... Like coffee, because like that's you know, takes years just for the plant to come to fruition from you know seed and then maintaining it. So, like, I don't know. Like Starbucks just wants to keep making the same money, right? They have their like sort of like you know your fifty second drive through times, like right. Keep your keep your times nice and low, you know, and you know gotta keep make sure the customer connection score is good, make sure the store ops are good, and it's like. Okay, okay, like, um, cool. And I don't know, like, it's definitely, my thought is, like, right, they just want to make sure, like, they're able to keep the machine going, so, like, I'm curious as to when Starbucks eventually, if they eventually make, like, a line in the sand saying, hey, like, like, you know, these things will not be allowed because, like, at the end of the day, like, when you're letting people customize drinks as much, like, and that's sort of what Starbucks is becoming, um, you're kind of just messing up your own system in a way, right? Like, you have this cool, like, fine-tuned machine of, like, making sure we're take you're taking care of people. But then, like, you're letting people be like, hey, like, add all this stuff. And then, like, I don't know, like, if you just, you know... You like multiply this, you know, extra 20, 30 seconds out amongst all the stores. That's that's the thing I always think about with um with Starbucks. So, right, whatever I'm experiencing is only one store, and I'm one person, in one store. So right, I could even multiply it by thirty, and then I'm sort of seeing um what my store is doing. Rather not my store, the store that I work at, um, and that. So this this is one thing, and I I told my first manager this once, and she was like flabbergasted. I was like, basically, she was like, why like coffee? Like, why don't you stay extra? And I'm like, well, let's do some math. <laughs> so obviously, this is already like gonna be like, what is even going on here? I was like, well, if I stay an extra five minutes today, and that sort of becomes the expectation for me to stay past my time, you know, we could talk about that. But let's do some math, right? Five minutes, and I like. Five days a week, so five. That's twenty-five minutes. All right, so twenty-five. 
now, and you know, there's let's say 50 weeks in a year. So you're at already basically 1,250 minutes in the year for me just staying five minutes extra like a day. My manager was like, oh, I never even thought like, well, okay, but like, like I never even thought of it. Like I'm like, well, right, that that's fine. Um, but right now if you divide that by hours, like, you know, thousand minutes by 60 is – even 600 is like a couple of hours worth of time. So like, where am I even going with this? That it's interesting that, you know, my observation is that Starbucks is very okay with like, I don't say stealing people's time. Stealing is the wrong word, but creating situations in which people are compelled or sort of, guilted or maybe even encouraged maybe the word um to be like okay like yeah just give us 10 extra minutes well here here's like right there's a few ways to look at this right we can say well we're short people so you know you're gonna have to put a little extra uh you could say that oh you know blah blah blah, six you got to put a little extra and it's like well this is great this is this is cool to make sure the store is run at capacity, that's the manager's, like, my, like as I'm seeing it, manager's responsibility um, to make sure, like, staffing is a thing. So just very curious, like, this corporation has a sort of system of, like, sort of squeezing time out of people. Um, I'm not saying this in a good or bad way. I just, you know, very, like, mechanical mind of, like, all right, like, how do we figure this out? Um, because at the end of the day, right, like, this is like this is maybe some life advice. I don't know. Maybe it's sort of like philosophy philosophy time at the end of the episode that um right, we're all gonna be working like 40, 50 hour, you know, work weeks or um doing stuff to like, you know, make our money. Sorry, there's no point to like really like upsetting yourself or like putting yourself in a bad spot because the job is like, no, you need to do more. It's like this is the time we had. We gotta be efficient with our time. And right, then also applying this like across like your life. Um, yeah, because I definitely caught myself being kind of less as efficient, like in like just like you know, you fall into like a YouTube um hole because you just want to like relax and feel good about just not doing much, right? We've been there too. Um, but yeah, that's like I just thought about that and like the whole like, right? If I multiply that five minutes or ten minutes or six minutes or whatever, like thousands of times, right? That's just Starbucks is like. It's not free labor because you are being paid, but like Starbucks doesn't actually like schedule. There's no, there's no room for error in how Starbucks schedules and like staffs, right? If if someone calls out, then like you're, you're down a person. It's not like, right? If I may had my own coffee shop in scheduling an extra person and then sort of cutting labor, um, as far as I've worked, um, labor has been cut, but I've heard and read online that Starbucks does sometimes cut labor by sending people home. Um, and then you're kind of in a pickle because you have three people, then, you know, there's just more people coming in. You can only make drinks so fast. Um, so that's been on my mind too recently. A lot of like, you can only make drinks so fast. Um, even if I was running my own cafe or making my own, let's say I had my own coffee cart, like, right. There's only, you can only make so many drinks, um, in time X, like uh, an hour, so basically, like, you're capped at, like, making certain money 
uh, in a certain way with certain equipment and certain number of people. And these business things and sort of like, you know, variables that you can like shift. It's uh, reminiscent of like my like college um, time there. You know, it was a little more mathy based. Um, um, so yeah, today kind of just a little bit of the, you know, where is Starbucks at sort of um, info, a little bit of the Ali Auto to where we started off, thinking a little bit to Japan. Um, I am in the process of thinking about, well, actually, I, I am writing a um, sort of a memoir of my, my time in coffee. So that, that's going to be coming to you in the future. Um, yeah, if you guys really enjoy, like, anything. I mean, no one, like, I don't really have a exact way to reach out. But if there's, like, that whole, like, news and Starbucks thing, I think that could be maybe a new segment I do. Um, just to kind of keep you up to date on what's going on with the Starbies. Um, right, we're in a new quarter already, so it's, you know, no new foods. Um, actually, no, a uh, new quarter is coming up this summer. Uh, so that would be um, the Bumblebee Cake Pop, and then the Odyssey Blend is coming out. Uh, so there, there is your sort of, like, kind of news. Um, summer drinks, I think there's, like, one new cold brew. Starbucks is really linked to the cold brew. Cold brew is, like, cold drinks are... Or just, like, cold drinks in general are, like, uh, doing very well. Um, I guess I'll wrap it up with a little bit of funny story time. So this last week, we ran out of ice at Starbucks. People were not happy. They were very upset. Yep, it was... um. It's kind of like, what? Because the ice, there was a time when there's, they do a deep clean, the ice machine is turned off, so, right, it might not make enough ice in time. Um, so, yep, that was, um, that was fun. Uh, it was like an 80 degree day, and people were coming to drive through, like, well, uh, hi, um, we're out of ice, but otherwise can make your drink. So people were like, what? Obviously, like 10 cars in a row drove away, and you know, eventually someone like got like some stuff and was like, and then eventually we got ice from, like, the King Cullen, like, down the street. Um, but it was just really funny because, like, <laughs> it's just, like, what? Um, it's just, like, right, you, you go somewhere, like, with this expectation of just, like, them having this thing. Right, for anything, right? It would be, like, you go to a... At the time, me and my friend Big Tex went to um, P.F. Chang's and they didn't have white rice. Honestly, like, I probably, like... I probably should have like made a bigger deal of it and like been like, please call the manager. Like, what do you, what does this even mean? Like, what what are we even talking about? <laughs> like, what? Um, but it was just it was just so shocking that you know we just I, I think I emailed them and got like twenty five dollars whatever, but I didn't even use it. <laughs> but um, yeah, like you you go somewhere like yeah like what no ice like so we didn't have ice that was funny that was like definitely a memory in my head. Uh, the other time this sort of similar thing happened, like, in recent months, like, apparently one guy came in and was like, hey, the other day you guys are out of coffee. And I was like, I didn't even know what, the, I was like, oh, so sorry about that. Like, maybe there was a thing. They were like, it was like, yeah, I was just, I came in, they told me they had no coffee. I told my manager, I just was like, this guy told me this, I comped his drink, because, like, that's just weird. <laughs> um, Yeah, like, if you go to Starbucks and they have no coffee, you better just like hightail out of there be done with it um but yeah like right you just if you go to like mcdonald's like yeah we don't have fries like well you know and people usually have one of two reactions they're either like okay like whatever i'll just get something else or they're like just drive they just get angry drive away that's customer like you know 
service stuff. So either way, there's like the, the funny bit to end this episode and we'll have more soon.